0: Everybody, happy May 3rd. May 4th, we'll be with you. It will be tomorrow. This is All Things Gaming, Season 2, Episode 18, with ALWT Gaming, uh, aka Malachi36, aka It's the Nine Ball, and aka Mildewey Carrot. <sighs> Gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? We're going to start with you, Mr. Purple Background.
1: Yeah. Why are you going with yourself first?
0: because i want to see how you're doing I'm a, this is this is a conversation among <laughs> men you know what i mean
1: i want to see how Wait, my boys, there's how men my here gen- how
0: my gentlemen are doing there's men here
1: where yes yes i don't see them Show no dude how of. are you <laughs> i'm tired as hell but living life trying to gain not enough time in the day why isn't there
0: yeah you're not wrong yeah too much time uh, to do other things, but but game for an, unfortunately, but we have to make time. That's adult that's life. what we yeah, it. that's what we do as love gamers. It. We make that time.
1: That's I hate the adult life, you're... but I love the adult life. You know. Yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the nine ball corner pocket. How are you doing, man?
2: I'm great. I'm good today. Actually, it was kind of busy at work, but got through it, and I'm good to go.
0: Good to go. Good to go. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good too as well I mean, we we got a decent amount of stories out there for you guys today We got about seven topics Six topics, one's a little fun one for you guys um, And you guys probably haven't been hearing about a lot of the stuff that's been happening over the week uh, Such as Square Enix, Xbox Bethesda showcases, all that stuff We're going to talk about all that But before we get into that You already know on a weekly basis I'm going to go around the table once again Starting with this Nightball this time What have you been playing lately?
2: Uh just powering through actually Final Fantasy fourteen. Powering through a bunch of that. So
0: heard that. What what was the last thing that you you were doing on that?
2: Um I have beat Castle Doma. Okay. So I'm heading towards what looks like another trial coming up here shortly. (laughs) Interesting. like, two go ahead i think i like two or three quests away from it or something
0: or that or that mildewy carrot what have you been playing man what's been up
1: um well i got stranded on stranded deep by my partner so you know i just been out there trolling around in my little life raft just <laughs> trying to get my own stuff so he wants to say
0: truth to the name stranded deep <laughs>
1: yeah I got stranded real deep catch my drift. <laughs> I, I, I swear
2: I'll be back it's just I want to get this
1: up. I want to get this done <laughs> comes back in on a freaking yacht going hey <laughs> um, other than that I've been also playing um, Going Medieval again um, they've done updates with that so I've been getting back into that been uh, touching up on Raft here and there getting ready for whenever they decide to launch mm. the next chapter um. Pretty much, that's about it right now. I haven't been doing too many other things currently. Just been enjoying my survival games and then watching anime while I do them. So uh, I heard that. I'm not just trying to live a good life, I guess.
0: Heard that. Heard that. I've been. Uh. Uh. I'm with Mildewy Care. I mean, uh, it's not Bob. I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV lately. Um, I beat, recently got out of Stormblood now I mean in that intermission from Stormblood on over to um, Shadowbringer and there's a ton of dungeons for me to do right now, which is a good which is really cool. Um, and I think I'm almost uh, caught up to silent as far as missions go because um, I, I don't think he's officially in Shadowbringer yet. I could be wrong about that. Uh, But once that happens, then yeah, we'll be good there. I've also been looking at housing inside of Final Fantasy XIV. I know exactly what I need to do to do it. I just got to make sure that I get my military rank up a little bit more. And I need a minimum of of a million more gil. And then after that... uh uh, some of the housing on there is really nice. Like um, i I know that you're not a uh MMO person, let alone uh paid to play or anything like that, Mel Dewey, but if you were to jump on for like the housing portion of it, I see you having a field day with it. Like that's just something straight up your alley with building and, and uh organizing, all that good stuff. And some of the houses on there look really cool.
1: So I'd be the 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 homeowner and like just wait for y'all to come back from your dungeon raids.
0: I mean, you'd be you'd be you'd be adventuring with us, but we can have the house be your side project and stuff. That, that's all I'm saying.
1: I'm making a Baba Yaga house. I'm making the house that comes with me. <laughs> that
0: comes with you. Okay,
1: uh, but yeah, I've been
0: doing a lot of that. i have also. Um, uh, so over the weekend, I've been working on another project, um, and I had some uh, a couple buddies on over. But on that, I was able to show them Blood Hunt, which was actually pretty fun when I was playing it on the piece on the PS5. Um, and that's a free download for anyone that uh, that's interested in it. It is a battle royale type, but it is vampires and guns and abilities and stuff. It's really cool, especially the way that they climb up the walls and stuff. That's real cool. And also, what's cool about it too? One of the features on there is that like you there you have you have the uh, people that you're against, you have NPCs out there too as well. Some of them are military NPCs that they have guns that they start shooting at you with. Some of them are just civilians out there. If you feed on the civilians, I have yet to actually feed on the other NPCs that fight back. But if you feed on the civilians, they'll have certain perks to them to where one of them might give you extra life. So if you die, then you actually revive and it will have like that whole little counter thing for like you're invulnerable for at least five seconds so you can like move around and stuff. Um... Another one will give you health. Another one will give you uh, attack power and stuff like that. Movement speed. Just on cool your reductions. It's actually really cool. And it's all randomized, too. Uh, and then also, like, the, they do the whole little Last of Us thing to where, like, you're, like, listening. And you're trying to find out where all the minions and clickers and enemies are at. Uh, it makes sense to have it inside the vampire game. And it's there. And it's re- it's actually really cool. Uh, yeah. It's, it's literally, like, a bunch of blades fighting. Like Blaze from Marvel. It, it, it's like that. It's, it's actually pretty awesome. Uh, so, so we got to play that a little bit over the weekend. And I think that's pretty much about it that I've been playing. Same thing as Mildred I've been watching a lot of anime. Some recommendations I will throw that out there for y'all. Which were recommended me from Gravity. Which is Love After World Domination. Uh, that's a good one. Is Power Rangers Anime. That's literally what it is. And it's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, definitely want to th- uh, shout out to Spy Family fantastic anime uh shikamore is not a cutie i would recommend that for the slice of lifers out there it's it's still i will still stand by it to where it gave me the my dress up darling vibes which is a fantastic anime s tier for me for sure but it's not to that level quite yet and i'm i'm actually i'm actually kind of shocked that it hasn't already in my opinion uh, but Shikamaru's is not a cute; he's still a pretty good one. Uh, Tamadachi game is also good too. It's very Squid Game like, but there's not death—at least right now. There's no death in it. It is just. But they're more... telling you. Yeah, <laughs> but it's definitely a mind game for sure. Uh, and then of course, uh, trapped in a dating sim. Uh, that's a good one too uh, hilarious and it is it is very unique of how that story is kind of progressing and going out there I could go all day and one day again we'll bring back all day anime on one of these Saturdays or Sundays uh, but those are just a couple out there that I want to throw out there to you guys right now but enough about that get that all out of your head no no don't because those are recommendations for a reason so keep those in your head but for right now what we're going to do
2: we're going to shift your attention
0: Is shifting that attention that's right I want to talk about the future of Square Enix. All right, ladies this and is gentlemen. not
1: the deal you're looking for. It is
0: <laughs> the future of Square Enix. Story These number are
2: not one. the IPs you're looking for.
0: Okay. Darren <laughs> Bonfus from GameSpot says this in their article. So stick with me because it is a lengthy article, at least from what it looks like. But we can read it through pretty quickly. Embracer group. Embracer Group has announced that it has acquired Crystal Dynamics, Edeos Montreal, Square Enix Montreal, and a catalog of IPs from Square Enix. The $300 million deal will uh, see IPs such as Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Kain, and uh, more than 50 backlog catalog catalog games added to the Embracer's portfolio. Quote, we are thrilled to welcome these studios into Embracer Group. We recognize the fantastic IP, world-class uh, creative talent, and track record uh, of excellence that have been demonstrated time and time again over the past decades. It has been a great pleasure to meeting the leadership team and discussing future plans of how they realize their ambitions and become a great part of Embracer," <laughs> says Lars Wingefors, uh, co-founder and C- group CEO of Embracer Group, in a press statement. Uh, The deal will see Square Enix offload uh, all of its Western game development studios to Embracer Group, which includes games like upcoming Tomb Raider that is currently in development at Carousel Dynamics. The purchase is expected to be completed during the second quarter of Embracer's financial year, which is July through September 2022, so this year. Uh, in a press statement, Square Enix said that the deal enables the launch of the new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. Quote, going forward, the company's development function will comprise uh, its studios in Japan, Square Enix external studios, and Square Enix Collective. The company's overseas studios will, uh, still, will continue to publish franchises such as Just Cause, Outriders, and Life is Strange. Embracer has made some massive acquisitions over the last couple of years, as it purchased Gearbox Entertainment for one point three billion dollars last year, 3D Realms and several uh, smaller studios for three hundred and thirteen million dollars in August, Dark Horse, Dark Horse Media for its transme- uh, transmedia potential in December, and Perfect World Entertainment.
2: And so 30%. I want to
0: start off with with the with the gentleman that said interesting. I want to start off with you, Nineball, because I have I have thoughts. I have I have predictions, I have thoughts, and I have th- I don't even want to say predictions. I have theories and I have thoughts. But I want to start with Mildewey. then I want to kick it all the way down to uh, Mildewy. Oh, not Mildewy. I want to start it off with Nineball, then I want to kick it down to Mildewey, who's just eagerly waiting for the for I the ball to be passed then, then I want you to throw it up, where you get that alley-oop going, and I'm gonna dunk it in at the end with my with my little uh, statements at the end. So nine ball. take the floor. The mic is yours. What do you think about this?
2: It's interesting. I mean, I thought they had bought Crystal Dynamics for their uh, IPs and stuff, but it's kind of weird. I'm looking at the. But the reason I'm reading I'm reading some of the IPs, because I didn't really know who Embracer Group was. So yeah. I'm currently looking at some of the IPs going to be acquiring afterwards, which would be Tomb Raider, Dave Sex, Legacy of K- Kane, which is actually a pretty good one, actually. I mean, Thief, eh, it kind of slipped. But I don't even know what project Snowblind, Snowblind is. Okay, so Weaver, probably. That's what sounds. Yeah, it sounds about snowboarding. It's probably about it. So Weaver, Blood Omen, Gex, and Whiplash. Mm, those
0: are just
2: some um, of them. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's just some. Yeah.
2: But some of them underneath them, I didn't know they had these 3D realms. Uh, Gearbox. Uh, 3D realms. Uh Duke Nukem. Perfect World made a pretty interesting game, which I actually like. Called the Secret—I want to say they did a Secret World, but they don't want to do the Secret World.
1: So actually, Project Snowblind is kind of like a Duke Nukem type game. It looks like pretty much just a shooter. Oh, uh, dang it! Like old GoldenEye style, mm. like literally like old school graphics. <laughs> It's six bucks on Steam, guys.
2: <laughs> but I didn't even know they um, had that many. Oh, they have Arc. Mm. Why does that sound so familiar?
1: Arc is the MMO.
2: Arc Survival Evolved. No, not that Ark. It, it's, um,
0: A-R-C-H?
2: Arc. It's it's A R C H. A R C. I have A-R-C. this on my. Okay. I have it on my thing. It was from a MMO we played.
1: Yeah, ARC.
2: They did okay. Star Trek is underneath them. Hmm. Um, I think I still have Arc on mine. How did I erase it?
1: One thing I see is ARC Raiders.
2: No, it's a. Uh, it was like a launcher that it would put on your thing to where you would launch games from it.
1: Oh, it's a launcher.
2: Yeah, but I can't remember what games they made. Um, this is quite interesting. I mean, they shedded them off, too, at a pretty interesting time. Um, both games that they got rid of, namely Tomb Raider and Deus Ex, seems to be, from what I'm reading, from what I was reading, it both seem to be looking at making another game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about Deus Ex, but I know for a fact that Tomb Raider wasn't developed on another game. And also, a uh, quick little disclosure on the side: I will say that the uh, Perfect Dark is that they're confirmed that that's not going to change. It's still going to be go- it's in development already right now. Um, nothing really ha- with that has has changed necessarily because I guess Perfect Dark was like one of these groups was helping out with Perfect Dark.
2: All right. I think where well, I was reading it. Well, yeah. As part of the deal, Edo's Montreal plans to revive Deus Ex and use new Unreal Five technology. This is very interesting. Mm-hmm. anybody that anybody have you ever played a Deus Ex?
0: No, I it know it's like a cyberpunk setting, but yeah, but
2: I, yeah, i played it. Though. Basically, in some way cyberpunk before cyber. Well, I can't say cyberpunk before cyberpunk. I'm trying to think of which one came first. Deus Day- act-
0: came out before Cyberpunk.
2: Cyberpunk was a pen and paper game.
0: Alright, you are talking about that. Okay, so. <laughs>
2: um Deus Ex actually launched oh god, it launched on old PCs. I played Deus Ex, um Human Revolution, I played Deus Ex. um what was that one? I played almost I played a lot of the Deus Exes. I I can't remember which one we played. Um something about the sales, and they were uh and they had the omar in there but that was a pretty good game actually it's pretty intriguing there's a lot of decision making you do and you had like four to five different endings that's generally the gist of deus ex is the amount of decisions you make you make a decision it will affect the game and how it's played it was a very interesting game and i'm kind of Fascinated. I'm just hoping that they have a plan in the end, and not and, just shedding them off.
0: And that's kind of that's kind of where the discussion is going on over to too as well. It's just like, again, you just said beforehand at the very top of the stream, you didn't even know who Embracer Group was when you when they've already developed gearbox and already have a bunch of IPs underneath their their belt already. That's kind of a problem. <laughs> like like for you not to know who they are, and then it's just like, all right, well, who's Embracer Group? Like that's well, just kind of a. Yeah,
2: it's sort of like, in a way, a lot of people don't know what Tencent is.
0: Well, I mean, even that, it's still worldwide for that, and, and they still, they are developing games. You may not realize that Tencent is the one that made it, but they're still like, d- doing stuff with their IPs, though.
2: A lot of people, well, that's the thing, a lot of people don't know them, though, and that's the thing, about. i never heard Embracer Group, these are bigger, like, Tencent, a lot of people don't know Tencent's basically over Fortnite. They're also the same people that's over PUBG. That's the reason why I believe. Yeah, that's the reason why the whole lawsuit stopped because it made no sense for them to be suing themselves. Mm. It was just retarded, so they just stopped the whole that's thing. Right, I forgot. They these are like mega. I don't really like. I said I don't really know much about them. It's about wow. Studio just these those studios remember. 10,000 developers. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, 11,000 actually was the last update.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these, this is a pretty big company. And I'm, like I said, I'm trying to figure out as to why. Because I always thought that they wanted to keep those. Because I always know that Square Enix always wanted to get into the Western market. I always thought they did, but it was kind of weird that they just sold them all. Yeah. like and, all the Western games,
0: and I and I have my theory about that, but I want to take it to middle do carrot though, because I do I I want to I want to savor this little uh uh theory on over for you guys and see if you guys grab it and are with me or just like nah flash we ain't mess with that.
1: No I boy. shot it down before you even started to take off. Go ahead,
0: hater. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think about this?
1: No, uh, well, first off, nine ball. Um, I think the reason why we don't remember the name is because actually they used to be called THQ
2: Nordic. Yeah. Oh, 2019,
1: they changed their name to Embrace. Agree. I completely yeah. forgot that. So, THQ. Oh, I forgot
2: about that. Yeah. yeah okay. THQ New the ones. Oh, H- oh I love it. H- H- yeah, Dark Side, and, M-
1: and Destroy All Humans.
2: Also, so, Metro.
1: Yeah, so that's why we don't remember the names, because they did a name okay. change. Um,. And we haven't. I haven't heard any drops from them recently. So that's probably why we're all like, what's going on here? We don't get this. So. Well,
0: and here, here's the thing. There was a uh, last year, because I remember I actually asked kind of funny games directly to see if they were going to react to it. They said like, yeah, we're going to go react to this video and stuff like that. Uh, we, we'll see if we're going to see any Saints Row or stuff like that out here. They showed nothing of, of value besides uh, the SpongeBob game. And even that was still like... You have to kind of—that's for a very niche audience.
1: So just like you have, you have yes. all the stuff. was owned by was, was owned by.
2: There uh, we go. Arc Studios. I want to say like Bugbear game and Art Games.
1: I was going to say like I think you're know, like Bugbear. Like it's one of the game. It's one of the companies that's underneath Embracer Group. Yeah. Um, because they've got at least it's here one, two, three.
2: That's where I've heard them from. J Dynasty
1: they got about, like, 30-plus, like, 35-plus game studios underneath of them. Yes. So it seems like they're kind of, like, creating, like, I want to say, like, a large, like, overhead group. Like, Embracer Group is, like, the large overhead group of this company. And then yes. you've got the game studios below it. So you got still got a THQ Nordic gaming group underneath of it. You've got the Gunfire Games, Bugbear Entertainment, Piranha Bytes, and a lot of other ones underneath it. There. There's, like, a long list, guys. Yeah. Um... And now Square- Here, so Crystal it seems Dynamics is like not them too now. Well, yeah, and then, and then now you're adding Crystal Dynamics groups, Eidos Montreal, Square Enix Montreal. Now I feel much um, more confident. So because- in their IPs. So it seems like they're kind of, like, building themselves up um, to, like, be able to create themselves, like, be, like, a forefront game studio almost. like so, Or, like, something towards, like, they've got the IPs, they've got... Um, the games that they can pick and choose from and be able to go through and like build off of recreate or regenerate or create higher you know as Nineball said that they had the announcements about definitely getting out the um, with like you know Unreal 5 like Unreal 5 adds so much to game building and all and like some of the games that you know they mentioned that they got were like really really old games so it's like Right, you're getting this old game, or are you going to be planning on using it, bringing it back, revitalizing it? Like, you know, like, my question is, is, like, cool, you bought them, but what are you going to do now? Like, Tomb Raider is the biggest one that speaks off to me in this one. Tomb Raider series one of uh, Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow the, of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider are three fantastic solo play games um, that have just so much story lore and just good world building richness to them. Mm-hmm. Just so good. And character building and everything. That the fact that they've got that kind of makes me hope that they take what is Tomb Raider and kinda of like maybe put it towards some other games. Like help you help build them better. Like oh. maybe take it and like take Thief and like really just ramp deep up. Like I remember Thief back when it was like on the Xbox. Like it was okay, but it just it didn't have like a good like
0: you talk about the first person one when you're like stealth and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like you like yeah. you like you start off like in a dungeon because you got caught because you're a pay thief. It's like you're trying to build yourself up as like the thief, you know. But mm. it's
0: it I, it really didn't speak to like me on PS4. And I'm I'm with you. It didn't really speak to me.
1: So I'm like I'm hoping that they take that they're take they're getting these games to like I said to get this content to get these these licenses and all underneath them to them where they can take it, review it, and just uh, learn from it and like build themselves up and get these companies, these gaming studios that they got underneath them, because they've got a good group underneath of them, and really I like get them to, like, like,
2: and like, blood weed, really uh, like... Blood Omen are really good, too. Yeah,
1: you know, like, really just help boost out, oh, like, some so good weird. IPs, new IPs, you know, maybe find some of those hidden gems that are in there and, like, repolish them with the newer stuff that we got, you know? Yeah. But, um, I mean, we've even seen buys like this, though, with, you know, Microsoft, with Sony... Happening so the fact that Embracer Group is getting on board and getting this from them is really not big of a surprise that they're doing it. I think the surprise kind of or for me at least a little bit is that it's they only spent like three million. That was like going to th- be what three hundred my... million. Yeah, that was like we've been, good been seeing these other deals guys, where are like four like we're in there like million. billions almost yeah. like trillion. I'm like, and then they're like, well, we just spent three hundred million. I'm like, uh, when did like how did what? Like, is it yeah, the summer sale already? Like, I'm confused here.
2: It's and, because of what they're buying. They're not buying the whole studio. You're just buying the IPs themselves. Even,
1: well, even the, some, no, no, no. They're buying the, studios. Yeah, they're, they got three studios. They,
2: and, they got three. And, uh, these are three smaller studios. This isn't like, you know... Well,
1: I, I, yeah, I, I can yeah. understand what you're saying. It's like, you're not buying, like, the huge, full, you know, company package. Like, you know, Microsoft is like, you know, oh, we're not buying just little bits of Activision. No, we bought action. Like, like, we went in, took up the whole thing on a forklift and went out and said, thanks guys, bye. You know, no. You know, Embracer probably walked in, saw what they had on sale, you know, picked out what they wanted and grabbed like the 50 IPs that they wanted, which I mean, to be honest, that's okay. You know, that doesn't, that's not like these huge buys we've seen, so I don't have a problem with this app because I feel like you would see this a lot with some of these other companies, small companies, like you'll see some people like either do some sellouts, do some buys, you know, go in, go out, you know, cause like, you know, maybe they want to get underneath of those umbrellas to get that experience and then maybe branch off afterwards. You know, who knows? So, but I don't know. I'm just, I want to see, um, what they do with everything here with what they've, with the, what they've just bought, you know, with what they've just put underneath their umbrella again with yeah. what they've currently got to, I want to see them now take this and go forward more and like, like really put out some good stuff for us now. Like I, that's the, that's the next step is now seeing. All right, now what are you going to do with it? All oh, right, I'm, I'm literally did a the lot. same. I, I'm literally, well, I'm literally the same exact well, you, one with you. Now you can say they could do a lot in Nine Ball, but the thing is, they've they's what they really do a lot. It. Yeah, because that's, because you know, that's like the I said, we haven't seen anything with THQ recently or like some of these other games. Like the most recent one, I think we've seen. Like so far Mm. right now, just you know, that's kinda like hit like kinda like the top marks is the SpongeBob SquarePants rehydrated, which yeah, you know, I'm still happy that came out. You know, I didn't know. And then Cages of
0: Armor re reckoning, but
1: but even that's still like Yeah, but that but those are just remakes. Um, So
2: what I can think of off the top of my head is probably be the top ones, if they do it right. If they basically if you ever played the Metro series.
1: Yeah. I played Metro and that's good, though, but like, I'm not talking about like revamping stuff. i Like talking, about, like, I'm talking about actually fresh doing a new yeah. IP, yeah, like getting that because you've got a huge library that they've got. Like they've got, like oh, yeah, have they, got, got the companies like... and teams, like so they should now be able to get original IPs out there and not just revamps. Like, don't get me wrong, revamps are cool because of us old guys, you know, who have got all those old games or have seen those old games, but like won't play it in the newer gen. You know, cool, we'll we'll get it, we'll we'll love it for it, but. We still also want to see newer stuff. Like we don't want to see this you is... just go into a of a group of being the recycling center. You know, like oh, i just going to buy this up and then we'll recycle it. I want to see you guys put some stuff out there. Like you've got you've got the groups, you've got them, and let's let's put a, let's put the nose to the grindstones and to really rock our world. You know,
2: I agree like 100 percent on that. The only thing is, basically, some of them you can revive. Like for example, I've heard you've heard me say it a billion times. Soul Reaver really needs to be revived. To be honest, the franchise of Soul Omen into, I mean, Blood Omen into Soul Weaver was actually a very good game. You just, it just went dead. Wouldn't it die? Like, PlayStation 1 was like Soul Weaver 2, I think, was like one of the last ones. Was like one of the last ones. So to be honest, I am, I want to see new, um, I want to see new IPs too. I mean, that much is true but um some of these too they can um revive as well
0: and that's the that's thing that we have the possibility of reviving them all like they have a huge library but but i agree with mildy we're just like yeah you have this what are you going to do with it are you going to revive it or are you just saying hey we own this because that that's where that's where we're at right now and like it's not even just this podcast there's so many other po- podcasts that i've been listening to as with as far as like uh uh, Easy Allies and kind of funny games and Maximilian Dude, they've been talking about this and they'll be like, hey, like, yeah, it's cool. They have these IPs, but it's just like they're not doing anything with what they already currently have. Yeah, so, yeah. so we just
1: need it just goes emotion. back to it. It's like,
0: yeah, the last
2: Star Weaver was Legacy of Con and launched about nine years ago. <laughs> Ten years ago.
1: <laughs> I mean, not really good for them, but so it goes back to that statement of, are you doing this just to become the recycling center for games? Which I'm, I, I personally don't have a problem, but. You know, are you going to take it and learn from it, they or are
2: going to just grow off of it? No, I
1: agree. They, they've, and with the buy of Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Legacy Game, and all these others, plus what they've got currently, they really need to sit down and they just need to have just that that teach that school that free study session where they all sit down, play these games, take notes, learn from them, and then come back and say, now what can we make that'll really just take the gaming world and just knock the Ever living lights out of them, uh, like just you know, the like can can we guild the game and come in and do what of Spirits did, but it's so much more powerful to where we like send them spinning and coming back and asking for more. Like, can they do that? Or, like I said, are they just going to be like, all right, we got this game, Well, we got Unreal Five. Let's I'm amp it up it. and redo it. I'm like, that's cool, but if that's all you're going to be, that's kind of sad. I do, I do want to interject
0: here because. No, I had a question and I had two <laughs> theories out there that I wanted to throw you guys away. The question you've already thrown out there, uh, you've already kind of answered a little bit. Um, was what's my question was going to be? Are you guys surprised that it sold for three hundred million dollars? Um, again, mm-hmm. with just uh, Square, I mean, uh, with just uh, uh, Tomb Raider alone, that's a really popular franchise. I know that. The one that came out for Xbox exclusively for a year and then came on over to the rest of the consoles, that kind of did hurt it quite a bit. Because at that time, majority of the fan base was on PlayStation. So I guess at that time, it just kind of took a nosedive for a little bit. Um, But then everything else, again, was was on the up and up. You have Deus Ex, which you've heard nothing but great things about for the most part. I think there may be a small little thing that happened there. But then you also think about the uh, uh, crystal dynamics of what they did with the Avengers. Avengers is not doing well right now. Uh, you had uh, what's it called? Uh, it hiccups. That of- was well, <laughs> terrible. It's terrible right now. Like, like, a lot of people do not. a yeah. hiccups. <laughs> but yeah, but even 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 when you talk about Crystal Dynamics and ge- well, not even t- Crystal Dynamics, but Adios Montreal, true. they came out with uh, a la- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which uh, uh, theoretically sold well, but it didn't leave up to Square Enix's standards and stuff like that. But I say all that to s- I say all that to say this, and this is where I start going inside the theory. Now with All these studios out from under Square Enix and whatnot, they're now officially back to being a Japanese-only studio. With that being said, I think one of the reasons why they sold for so little is because not only, as you guys mentioned, it's not uh, uh, the whole thing. I think what they're doing is that they're preparing to be uh, acquired by PlayStation. That's what I think is kind of happening here. Is that they've already had PlayStation and Square Enix has already had a close knit relationship ever since they're Square Soft. So they've already had that relationship in general, and kind of cutting off some of this extra fat, this dead weight, whatever like that. Uh, that's dead what you call it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's he just, it. He, just called, he just called Tomb
1: Raider dead weight. No, I'm, just, I'm just. I really am having a problem with that now. No, I'm,
0: just, I'm just saying, in general, like uh, when I think it comes he down wants to, to, to duel ex-
1: Nine Ball, I think <laughs> I think he's challenging me to a duel.
0: No, I just think I just I I know that that's exactly what it started kind of coming down to. To be honest with you, there's even uh, articles on that showing up how uh, Tomb Raider had sold overall wasn't bad, not for the general public at all. Definitely not bad for sure. It's a household name, but for I guess for Square it just under delivered for whatever reason. I don't know what their threshold is. But that's that's kind of what they were saying is that some Way of those too other high. ones, yeah, they're just saying that some of those sales had just kind of underdelivered, and I think that, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say that it's even uh, Tomb Raider's fault. To be honest with you, I just think that they just had to kind of throw Tomb Raider in that, just because that is part of the Western studios already.
1: You know what I mean? It's well, not, it's underneath Edo's, uh Montreal, exact, so, exactly, and they're getting um, rid of
0: Eidos Ad- uh, Montreal, so it's just like, well, we can't hold on to this unless we want to make a... Uh, like I, I feel like that they would have grabbed a Square uh, Tomb Raider if they were planning on still being independent. But I have a feeling that acquisition is going to be happening in the near future,
1: which is why they're like, all right. well Raider one that. Here's
2: the thing: nobody would be surprised at that. Everybody's already said it. They yeah. might as well. I mean, everybody, everybody is expecting it to happen. Just yeah. so me like a big like, ooh, look, they acquired. It's not like the Activision to Microsoft. Everybody's basically saying if is going to buy a company, it's Square Enix. Square Enix yeah, has that, been working. That
0: that and, that and Kuna- yeah, that and Konami Kuna- 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 is the two that they always talk about. But again, but even with Thanks. that being said, Kuna, just even, say the names. <laughs> but even even with that being said, like, again, yes, people. I've heard this before. You hear it all the time. It's always rumored. But that's been years that we've been talking about this. Now that this is actually happening to where. The Western Studios are pretty much gone now. Now it's just like, okay, now is this going to be in the near future? Now,
2: it could, what, what, it could be. Why but, would you sell all your things to do that?
1: No, it's yeah. not. again, well, it, again it, we'll go ahead. I was gonna say, so you, if you think about Nightball, like one, I mean, this is just partially backing up Malachi's thing. Is like they're selling off a lot of it, probably because if you were to look at the whole value overall of the entire group set plus this, like you're already looking at. 300 million here for this and then however much Square Enix in terms of the entire company goes for plus whatever else they still have underneath their umbrella mm-hmm. you know so maybe it's something they're cutting out to try and like help lower the cost pricing for yeah. when there's actual and it, buy yeah, that's exactly right. because again you've said but, before that, that but, Playstation does
0: not have Microsoft money you, you.
1: yeah go ahead Well, <laughs> Malachi doesn't want to listen to them up but I feel like that's they can't really do that if I'm because I feel like that's like in I, I think that kind of goes along with something like insider trading or something like selling off to prepare yourself for a buyout or something like I feel like that's I at least to me it feels like something that the the <laughs> the Federal Trade Commission would be um getting on board like would be against at least to me that feels like it um but my thought is, is I'm wondering if they're maybe just cutting off stuff that's the extra. Like, you know, if, like, if you're looking at run costs of the company and everything and the fact that, you know, you know, the last good games were back in, like, 2011 and then, you know, you got the Tomb Raiders and maybe they you know, didn't just sell well or just do as well. Like, I'm wondering if they're cutting off some of the extra costs and they're going to stick with just themselves, Square Enix, go back to their roots and see if they can't reset themselves and rebuild back up from how they were at the beginning. So, like, try and get back to the roots of things and, like, regrow and rebuild up, and then maybe once I do that, then maybe they'll reach out again, possibly. But it just feels um. like they're trying to do, like, a reset, because, like, you know, you know, like you were saying there, Malachi, um, like, like, you know, a lot of their studios, like, they just didn't have games that came out that well, um, or they did, like, like, it's been years and goes, like, Square Enix Montreal, had Hitman and yeah, Davis yeah, Mox yeah. but it was all back like 2014. That's six years yeah. ago. So, and they, they haven't pushed anything else out. You know, well, Hitman Sniper came out like 2021, but I that's this is the first time I heard it when I'm looking at their IP register. So, yeah. I'm wondering if they're just like cutting off stuff, like, you know, because it's cost and all that. They'll sell it out, give it to a different group that probably would be able to do more with it. You know, hopefully Embracer Group can do a lot with it. And then they're probably just stepping back and going to go back to whatever their roots were and trying to rebuild up. Now, to say that they're going to try this, and then maybe down the road that doesn't work, and then they'll probably maybe go with a buy into PlayStation, you know, definitely sounds plausible for sure. But as of right now, I don't think we'll see anything like that, especially with the sale just going on now. I would say you probably got maybe about five or six years probably before you see anything in terms of sales again from them, unless... You know, shit really hits a fan or something. You know,
0: I, I, um, I, I, partially, I. Well, first and foremost, I would say this: Squ- yeah, Square Enix is just a weird company. It's just a really weird company because you'll have some, you'll have them <laughs> drop a uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, and it's a masterpiece. But then they'll turn around and do Stranger of Paradise, which is like weird. Like it's, it's, it's good, but it's like. It's weird. It's just really weird. Sure, a paradise
1: of was an intern game.
0: Yeah, is it? I think and I'm much, yeah, yeah. It was just,
1: <laughs> and, but then they also
0: have Babylon's Fall, which was just a bad game. You know what I mean? Like they they just do some really really weird stuff. But I will say though, if they didn't throw this date in here, where it's saying that the deal was going to end July through September of 2022, because this has been going on for a while. This is just it's just as recently announced. So this deal's already been in, in route for a while i i honestly don't think that it'll be that long for playstation to acquire them i think within the year it'll probably be announced that like i won't be surprised if they're working on a deal right now and then in early 2023 we hear something about playstation acquiring square enix
2: i'm thinking actually that to be honest the they may be doing what essentially fox did you what remember fox Remember what fox did with disney Oh, they yeah. support all their IPs to focus on the things that make them big amount of money. Mm-hmm. Or the big things that are the most important to kind of hone it in.
1: That's actually and a good I, point.
2: And essentially, if you haven't noticed, the big things honing in Square Enix is, of course, the Final Fantasy series. You've uh, got Life is Strange. They Life is out strange. With
0: the, Yeah, they helped out with the Dot Nod Group or whatever. Like down the front, they've they've talked about that. Yeah. You'll, okay. see, you'll see Life is Strange at the the Square, Enix, the Square
1: Enix showcases. Square Enix presents. Well, it's but it's not owned by Square Enix though. Y- yeah, it's. It,
0: I, yeah, it's, I don't think it's owned by that. But still, I, I don't. I don't know how close that relationship is with Don't Nod because it seems to be extremely close if they're that they're going to show it at Square Enix Presents.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I'm, I just I don't think it's underneath their roster of IPs though.
2: Yeah, I know uh, they've been turning. Oh, oh sorry. Going ahead.
0: No, 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 no. I was I was just just saw another title there, Valkyrie. Uh, uh, Elysium or whatever,
2: the Valkyrie Chronicles.
0: Yeah, yeah, Valkyrie Chronicles, which is mediocre, <laughs> but,
1: but yeah. <laughs> you really are aiming for a fight, aren't you? <laughs> what?
0: Are you a Valkyrie fan? Yeah. I don't think we ever talked about that. No, I didn't even. I didn't even know that you jumped. I didn't even know you. You, uh, you liked Valkyrie like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. But go, go on with your point, then, Mildred. I mean, and that ball.
2: Uh, Getting back to it, I think basically they're probably honing in. I've noticed they have been turning a lot of attention towards the Final Fantasy series, which we will be discussing here shortly, actually, in the stories.
0: Very very accurately.
2: Yeah, so I'm thinking that it may be for that. So that might be another reason why they're getting rid of them. You know, get rid of some of this excess, get what's important, and we'll go on that direction.
1: Yeah. Yeah don't forget, actually, one of the things I forgot about is Forspoken is actually being produced by the main Square Enix crew. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's, that's a good call. An
1: and that's an anticipated game. Like I said, I feel like we're seeing more from the main body of Square Enix versus the subsidiaries, and maybe that's why they're just like looking for a cutoff. Like I said, get back to the roots of them. yeah, And then go from there, because like, they've got Kingdom Hearts 4 mm-hmm. that they've announced. They've got, you know, the Final Fantasies. They've got um, they've got the uh, Forspoken coming out, you know. They've also, they're owners of Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest is a series that, yeah, that, that, people that was, yeah. love. Yeah. You know, that's one of the big ones out there. Um, oh, that's on
2: sale, actually. <laughs>
1: um, and then, of course, you know, Chrono Cross. I have a question so, for you, so, me Dewey.
0: as you're going through this list, if you know, from the top. Is Kingdom Hearts, I know Kingdom Hearts obviously is under Square Enix, but who officially owns it? Is it Square or is it Disney?
1: So, Kingdom Hearts, if I remember right, I believe is fully owned by Square Square Enix with rights with um, Disney. Because it's done by Square Enix and Disney. And Disney Interactive Studios, and the reason why and it, I think it's main owned because Square Enix, I think owns like the greatest. I, if you think about it in terms of a share, I think Square Enix owns the greatest share for it. Um, but they're they've got the rights for all Disney characters from Disney, so Disney's got like a really good say in it. Um, so. But mainly when you hear Kingdom Hearts, you're hearing Square Enix. Yeah. So I believe they're the ones who started the initial point, and then Disney Interactive Studios got involved because of what they wanted to do with it. And um, it's just taken off from there. So but yeah, I, I,
2: was about, I was about to say, I think, I think
0: that, that um, you know, actually I think you're spot on there because I think I've overheard uh, Nineball kind of mimic out something where it's licensing now that i think about it i think it is square and then they does it just license their worlds and characters to like to square
2: yeah or like what Spider man you know spider-man and you know marvel right now yeah. Yeah. avengers yeah yeah that makes sense they
1: license the images then um, the creative rights um, to them like i said the disney interactive studios got involved with it obviously and the mouse will never <laughs> let their stuff be just done by someone else without their input yeah but all in all, I mean, the game series is, to me, has been fantastic, you know. Um, I love the Kingdom Hearts series. I can't wait for 4, you know. Yeah, 4, so, four
0: looks really
1: beautiful. But I don't see Valkyria Chronicles in their listing here, um, Malachi. I th- I'm pretty sure they're owned by Va- I mean, Valkyrie's is owned by them. Let me see. Valkyrie, Valkyrie, um uh, let me see. Now, let me are you see. talking about, here, here's the question. Are you talking about Valkyria Chronicles? Or are you talking about a different game? It should be
0: Valkyrie. V-A-L-K-Y-R-I-A? Yeah. Yeah. Chronicles? Valkyrie Chronicles, yes. I'm going to pull that up real fast because I'm okay. pretty
1: sure Elysium is underneath. Ooh,
2: it's the second time I've heard about this.
1: Um, it says here
0: Developers it's a Sega. Sega Media Vision? Yeah. Oh, I think Sega. we're talking about... Okay, okay. This is a different Valkyrie game. This is not the same one that I was just talking about. I... Cause I I, re- I remember this one. I remember this one. I was about to
1: okay. say. I'm like, if you're talking bad about my Valkyria Chronicles, we yeah, really yeah, are going to fight.
0: No, <laughs> let me let me look up let me look up Elysium because I think that's a different Valkyrie series. There we go. Let's see, Valkyrie Elysium, Square Enix. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Because now Valkyrie Valkyrie itself, it there's games that were before it. Um, Valkyrie okay. Profile, uh, Valkyrie Anotomia the origin valkyrie profile
1: 2 so th-
0: those are all elsewhere. right
1: these ones i'm not familiar with yeah that, okay. that's what i was I'll, talking about all right you just said valkyrie and i'm like the only thing i'm aware I, of is valkyrie chronicles i'm I, like yeah. i am really about to just throw <laughs> it. yeah i'm not. i'm not i'm gonna be completely honest with you i, I know i you forgot <laughs> <laughs> i
0: was about to say, i forgot that the valkyrie chronicles i mean i played it and i did enjoy uh. it because it's very XCOM like
1: but oh, um, valkyrie chronicles is, it, the story is fantastic too yeah and yeah, but, the mechanics in the game is really good.
0: Yeah, I was talking about the other Valkyrie that's connected to Elysium. That's what I was talking about.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. So.
0: Yeah, the, the Elysium looks like it's actually, like, that looks really fun, actually. Like, that one looks really fun. The other ones before that was pretty mediocre. Like, it wasn't terrible. Definitely was not terrible. But we just had this conversation where your Valkyrie mind went to one thing, and I was talking about a different thing. That's how relevant it is in, in conversation. It's very, like, you either played it or you didn't. Yep. So but uh my, my last question, this one is probably super out there. I realize that, but I do want to ask it anyway.
1: He's still throwing the Hell Mary. Do you guys think
0: that because Embracer Group hasn't been doing anything drastic with their IPs that they've been acquiring, do you think that they're preparing for something? And what I mean by something, I'm talking about something that's in the space of cloud gaming, maybe a console maybe something for PC. Do you think that they're going to have something like that to where these IPs are going to now be exclusively for those consoles? Or no. cloud gaming? no, You don't think okay. so? No, they better not. No. I'm, no. I'm, 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 th- I'm throwing it out there because, again, you have Amazon Project Snowblind is on that.
1: Steam. So the fact that a lot of these games are on Steam, it mm. makes no sense for them to try and create their own device to do it on. You know, Steam has been out and active for so long. I think we talked about this beforehand. Towards like, it, if you need to launch a game on something, to where it's like anyone, and everyone can get a hold of it, just go to Steam. You know, now you could probably also group with you know Microsoft and with um, PlayStation because Embracer Group is their own separate entity, so they could sell to like you know they can release to all all of those different platforms. But I don't think that they, they don't they didn't inquire anything that would look like a tech based company. To do any platform launches or stuff like you know, Nineball did mention they got like the ARC, but like I said, you know that's like you trying to compete with Origins, um, with um, EA Play,
0: um,
1: well, GOG, no, um, yeah, Epic. Sorry, I was trying to remember. Uh, oh, uh, launches, Epic, Epic, yeah. and Steam. You know, it's like it's you're trying to compete with them. It's it's not going to be worth it. Really. Yeah. So if anything what they I'm hoping they're doing with it, as I said, is they're taking them and they're learning from them and they're gonna give us new IPs that are really gonna knock our socks off.
0: I, I guess I guess ultimately like the reason why I came to kinda came to that theory, which again I realized it was out there, but the reason why I kinda came to that theory is because one it's not unheard of because we've been seeing this happen with Google, with Stadia. We've seen it happen with Amazon and Luna. So we do see that uh, big companies that no matter like when they, especially when they make a lot of money, they some of those do take that risks. But also on top of that, it just does not make sense to me why before this announcement they still had a lot of stuff they were sitting on. They just haven't done anything with it. Like like why are they holding on to it? That's why I'm like I wonder if they're coming out with their own thing. Maybe their own subscription service, because you see how that's going out. Like Now you have uh, Game Pass. You have uh, PlayStation Plus doing their thing literally next month. You have Nintendo doing their thing. Like There's all these different types of subscription services. I'm wondering if they're preparing for something like that.
2: Um, I th- I still I hope
1: do. I, I really hope I don't to. Think
2: they do it. I'm thinking, to be honest, that they're not going to do it. I'm thinking that they probably just work. I'm going to say that they're working on them. They're probably taking the times and working on them. I don't think they really need a what another launcher on the thing.
0: We don't need one, but that's what I'm saying. That's where the business comes in, where this is like, oh, well, maybe we can go and get money out of people if we do a subscription service, if we end up having our own cloud gaming. We don't need Netflix and Hulu separately. You know what I mean? Like Now everyone's doing their own thing. We had Netflix, we had Hulu. That was fine. Now we have Paramount+. Plus. Now we have HBO Max. Now we have... Like, now we have all these different subscription services to where people are getting subscriptions of
1: fatigue. Companies eventually, don't care, though. Eventually, people will be smart enough to stop paying for this crap and just, you know...
2: They already started. Have you heard about Netflix? Well, that's because of what Netflix oh, yeah. is
1: doing. That's not even because of subscriptions of fatigue.
0: It's just because Netflix is kind
1: of being stupid. Well, Netflix is definitely being stupid, but it's it's a start, you know, because people are... and Netflix is just the starting point. Like, you know everyone like i'm not saying we all do it but i'm pretty sure a lot of people do password sharing between their families you know because it's like the the amount that you spend on just one subscription for one channel is ridiculous but if you've got like four people in your family and one person picks up one subscription for the family it makes it it takes away a lot of the burden on one person trying to buy it for just them like all five of them for themselves like and there are like people who are like oh well, you can just cancel it after a week, and I'm, like, you got to, one, remember to cancel the damn thing. Mm. And two, if it's already been paid for and you didn't cancel in time, well, that's a month it's there. And it's like, well, it's it's either you delete it and you've wasted the however many dollars you pay for the monthly subscription, um, or you sit there and wait for it and you try and cancel it at the end again. You know, if you're lucky enough to get it to cancel at the end, you know? So it's really. This this whole like subscription thing, like I get what they're doing, like going to the platforms and all, which is cool, but it's like you know, they're imitating cable online is really what's happening. Yeah, that's getting kind of annoying. Yeah.
0: And it's and again, like I don't see this happening like I don't see this ending anytime soon, at least not the gaming industry, because again, how successful Game Pass has been. Now a lot of companies are gonna wanna mock what they're doing. They wanna kinda implement almost some degree of what they're able to do. Which is why I mean you've already seen a lot of game launches out there But again you're starting to see all these different subscription services kind of now take root even more than ever And I think also another thing that kind of enhanced that especially was covid People are staying in people are gaming more people are buying video games buying consoles So I just think that that's something that's
1: somewhat inevitable Don't buy into it get a pc and get on steam it still works And it's free you don't have to
0: pay for the game You know what also works? Story number yeah, two, which gone. is the end is nigh for Final Fantasy Sixteen. Wesley LeBlanc from Game Informer says this in their article: Final Fantasy Sixteen is nearing the end of development, according to producer Naoki Yoshida, uh, but there's still no word on a release date for, R- for the RPG. Oddly enough, Yoshida's reveal about the development of Final Fantasy 16 doesn't uh, come doesn't come by the way of any usual channels like Twitter a press release, or development update. Instead, it comes by a a new Yoshida interview in a free magazine currently being given away to Uniqlo uh, stores in Japan as discovered by Twitter uh, user Alvarich, Final Fantasy 14, and translated by Video Game Chronicles, BGC. The magazine is meant to tie in with a collaboration between uh, Uniqlo and uh, Square Enix, which in which Glow is selling 16 different t shirts, each based on one of the 16 mainline Final Fantasy games. Quote, development for the latest title, of Final Fantasy 16, is in its final stages, Yoshida said in a magazine. Quote, Final Fantasy 16 aims to integrate the story and the game experience into a single player uh, game. Unlike Online, which portrays more multiplayers uh, sim- simultaneously, Final Fantasy 16 focuses on the individual. This makes the story more immersive, it's a more dense story. As an adult, I learned about the society and said to myself, reality isn't as easy as a video game. I hope that those words uh, who once le- uh, who once left Final Fantasy uh, will remember how exciting their passion for video games was back then, as noted by VGC. Oh, as noted by BGC, Yoshida said in October of last year that Square Enix will be nearing the final stages of development during Tokyo Game Show livestream earlier that year. He said that the Final Fantasy 16's development team. Was working on finalizing the final side quest for the game in, de- in December 2021. Yoshida said Final Fantasy 16 news would be coming in spring of 2022. That news still hasn't come yet, unless the f- this free magazine is what he was referring to. But last month, a new Final Fantasy 35th <coughs> anniversary website was launched, and it teases what that uh, that we could be getting information on the upcoming titles soon. End quote. End story. So you guys already know me; I'm a huge Final Fantasy head. Point taken. Are you? My question to you guys, and i am no serious now. Like, I'm re- le- legitimately asking, is anybody ex- other than me excited for Final Fantasy sixteen or even looking forward to it?
2: I'm curious. I'll say I'm curious. I just don't know enough about it. I've only seen, like, the one trailer, and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was really looking for British voice actors for it, um, and that's pretty much all I know of it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'd say once they give us another trailer with some more info, I mean, I definitely would view. I mean, I've got fifteen that, you know, I still gotta play through. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you've been telling me about them, and I like I really like good games that have good stories of them. So I mean if it's if it's got those, then yeah, I'd probably pick it up now. I can't remember did they say if this was MMO or single player style it's like single 15? player. It's it's a, a true, single player.
0: It's a true Final Fantasy. Like all the other Final okay. Fantasies are like considered spin offs, including yeah. fourteen. That's considered a spin off. But the base, the core of Final Fantasy, like your tens, your sevens, that's what this is going to be.
2: Okay. So what is the official storyline?
1: Yeah,
0: that's that's no. the thing. Every Final Fantasy is different.
1: So- I know. I know, but that's what we just want to know. Is like, so once we know more about it, I'm pretty sure we can give you a better review. So, am I excited that they're saying it's coming to an end? Yeah, it's like cool. They got another IP coming out, you know, into the fantastic world of Final Fantasy, you know. Makes Malachi happy. A happy Malachi means happy gaming for us, you know. <laughs> um, but I'm also kind of curious to see like what they've got this time, you know. Because I will admit I do love Final Fantasy X. And actually, speaking of that, there is a Square Enix sale, developer sale going on on Steam. Yeah, right I just yeah. seen that. Um, so, um, did I know, you know that? Did I know that huh? you
0: liked Final Fantasy
1: X? Yeah, I loved the Final Fantasy X. When I got. I kept. I told you though I stopped playing because most of the long. time when I when I was young and I did not know about grinding and leveling and all that crap, that's and I got right, stuck at right. Mushroom Rock, and it was yeah. like, I just dropped and stopped, but it's like, now I want to go back and play, because it actually had a pretty good story. I've also played, um, what was it, Final Fantasy 12? The one where you pretty much you can go into battle and, and just set yeah, with mm-hmm. all you can just sit your controller down and let them just do whatever. It was like, okay, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, that whole build, like, you know, just, <laughs> it was like, coding code them to fight and all I'm like, okay, cool. And like I played that one. That was good. I played Lightning Returns, the Lightning series. Um actually enjoyed those. A little bit of annoying with the first one with the grinding and all. Um, yeah, the story was
2: kinda out there too. And I hated the, Hope.
1: The Lightning Returns w- was definitely interesting. Uh especially with like how they had the days and all. Like you know once each day goes by and then like only if you get X certain amount like you can go to the next day like that was actually a kind of unique feature i kind of enjoyed that because it really makes you think about your actions and all what you can do um but other than that you know like i mean i've, I've kind of enjoyed them so it's just you know like i said it just has to have that story that really intrigues me so
0: yeah i, I you know
1: i've also right. played the final fantasy crystal chronicle series too so yeah yeah. you know I enjoyed which, those
0: which that's also another uh, now that one is is I, I played a little bit of it and I enjoyed what I did play of it because I first played it when I was on I think it was Gamecube was the first one um that's when uh, that's when I first kind of dabbled a little bit into it uh but I, I I can't I couldn't I can't comment enough to it because I haven't played it enough same thing for 12 I haven't played it enough of 12 for me to have a, a full and even 13 I haven't had, I haven't played enough of 13 to have a full-fledged opinion on it. But, uh, nine ball, I cut you off. What were you about to say?
2: No, I was about to say, um, well, what I was just going to say is basically, you know, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty a good fan on it. I like most of the final fantasy i played. i played, I've beaten, like I said, I beat eight, nine, 10. I didn't really play 11. That was the MMO one.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I played a little bit of 12. I beat the first part of 13, haven't did the second two. And yeah, of course, 14. I'm playing through 14 right now, and I haven't really touched 15, which is weird. Like, I, I keep d- wanting to play.
1: I'm with you right there, now <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: for,
0: for me, for me, all right. So, while we're talking about Final Fantasy proper,
2: uh, yep.
0: the ones that I played is seven, of course, and you guys are no history with that. Eight, um, but that's how actually me and you started talking because this guy we found out that we both played Final Fantasy eight. Um, ten and fifteen, and then seven remake. So those are all the ones that I've played and beaten. Um, uh, the when I think about it, like this is this is probably this is gonna be an interesting Final Fantasy. I'm very excited for Final Fantasy 16. Let me get that out of the way first.
2: Oh yeah, it's gonna be the first day pickup for me if it looks good enough. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be first day pickup and PTO requests for that week for sure. But my <laughs> question though, my My realization My realization my realization on this is that I'm I'm wondering how I'm gonna react to it. And I say that because when I think about all the Final Fantasies I have played, all of them, all of them except for uh ten was more on like the industrial cyberpunkish style of it. Seven, eight, fifteen, those are all cyber they're not the fantasy side. Like there's fantasy in it, obviously, but it's not Super Magics and Dragons and stuff like that. It's really kind of not really like that. That's in there, but it's not based on that. That's not the vibe you get from that. 10, you get that vibe. Like, it's fantasy for days. So, and that was the only... If I really, really, really think about it, that's really the only Final Fantasy that I played that was, like, fantasy style. So, this is going to be my second Final Fantasy that I would play that feels fantasy. And I don't know how I'm going to, like, react to it. Because, like, when I think about it, I haven't played... Final Fantasy 1 through 5 which those are all fantasy based.
1: I have not actually but... have the original I think Final uh if I remember I have the original Final Fantasy um on for um PSP. Fantasy it, 4 it's, it's literally just a just a dungeon crawler like you just create your crew and just go and just just dungeon crawl around it feels like I I didn't see any story when I was playing which I mean, if I'm just looking for something, around just going around, just beating a monster school. cool. But it just—I think I
0: think there still is a story because it has Garland and the Warrior Light and stuff. So I think it's. Uh,
1: I probably didn't get far enough to activate. It. I probably just <laughs> run around in circles. Yeah, I was about to
0: say because that—that's kind of what. That's kind of what. Very origins, old
1: school, though. Like yeah, it's that, oldie bit. Oh that,
0: yeah, that, yeah. Well, I was about to say that's because that's even kind of what's going on right now with Stranger Paradise that's supposed to be the origins of how Garland came to be, and then it goes inside the story of that. Um, which which is weird because even though Final Fantasy One original like the first Final Fantasy was fantasy based, the way that they have origins is that there's some parts of it that is cyberpunkish, if you will. Like he has headphones for crying out loud in this fantasy world. You know what I mean? He, the way he even talks that. and stuff. You have, no, you those have, are
1: rune speakers.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just like I don't know. Like it's just it's very interesting of what they did, but and apparently like. For most people that played Stranger of Paradise, they'll they're like the whole beginning portion is kind of confusing, and then it gets and then it gets surprisingly good. Like the combat's really fun for them, and everything like that It's like a good hack and slash to go through with your friends, Uh, even though it's not really hack and slash, but you get what I'm saying. But Mm -hmm. going back to the conversation here is that like I am very very excited about Final Fantasy 16. It's definitely on my radar, but when I really think about it, like it's different than Final Fantasy 7 Remake and Final Fantasy 7 and 8 and 10 or uh, 15. it's more similar to to 10 from looking at it than I can really even think about so I'm very curious to see how that's going to be received from me and let's talk about Final Fantasy proper because if we talk about in general 14 is for days fantasy a thousand percent fantasy if we can talk about 14 which this is kind of the same thing so
2: fantasy for days
0: yep 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 story number three just a little announcement here. You guys probably already heard this. Wes LeBlanc. By the way, a lot of these are going to be from Wesley LeBlanc. That last one was from Wesley. This was from Wesley. Xbox Plus Bethesda Showcase. So Wesley LeBlanc from Game Informer says this in the article: Microsoft has announced an, uh, that an Xbox and Bethesda Showcase will be held uh, this summer. More specifically, the showcase will air on June 12th, beginning at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Noon at Central and 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So again, that's Sunday and will feature amazing titles from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda's and our partners around the world. As for what to expect, the showcase will focus on games that will soon hit Xbox Series X slash S consoles and PC. However, these showcases have been known to surprise reveal new titles early in development. So it wouldn't be surprising if games with no release date are showcased. Quote, the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, uh, Game Showcase will include everything you need to know about the diverse lineup of games coming soon in the Xbox ecosystem, including uh, upcoming releases on Game Pass and Xbox and PC. Uh, Xbox Wire post reads. So, I want to start this one off a Mildew this time. Uh, what are you expecting to see at this Xbox Showcase? In le- a little over a month.
1: Well, I'm not going to be able to, like... Um Unfortunately, I, don't, I may not be able to watch this one. I think I've got stuff going on that, on that day. Um, yeah, it's June 12th. So yeah, I mean, maybe, I'm a bit busy that day. But hopefully I can you know have it in the background playing, but we'll see. But as for what I'm expecting to see, um, to be honest, I'm hoping some good stuff. And maybe, um, I don't know, maybe get an Elder Scrolls 7, 8. Six, I think they're on six, right? Six, something. yeah, they're on six. Yeah. yeah, Elder Scrolls Six, maybe we'll yeah. get you know, you know, pre Skyrim or something. I don't know, but um, uh, um, I don't really have expectations really from them. Um, besides, okay. just you know, like I said, you know, because because they, they got Bethesda, everyone's like, you know, right, you're gonna see probably like new new Skyrim IP, you know. An Elder P, or maybe even something similar to an Elder Scrolls. You know, not an actual Elder Scrolls, but because it's Bethesda, I would think they would name it that. But um, I'm not really walking into it with like a huge list of expectations and hopes and all. So,
0: Nineball, it's on your face. I'm just going to say it, but yeah. I want you to talk about it. Starfield,
2: are we going to see... to see? Yeah, I see it on your face. I, see it all I, I was going to say, they, they, better, they better show something. <laughs> that's, that's why I don't again. have hope. <laughs> I want to see the following: Elder Scrolls Six, at least some type of development. I've heard myths and legends about it, and that's all they've been so far. Starfield, <laughs> I, we that? want actual gameplay. What's yes. that? Gameplay of Starfield. Not just like teaser footage of it taking off. Like I keep hearing about the factions of Starfield and all that. From like, I think the Templin Institute talked about it. But I've not really seen anything concrete about it. Um, They may touch on the new engine. This has always been a huge point of contention at Bethesda. Now I know when some games screw up. And this is why sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm not going to excuse them this time because we got to look at the past. But some games grew up, even with Cyberpunk and them, when they had problems we nailed them to the cross. And to be honest, they needed to. We need to stop giving but the free passes and just making glitch joke videos for like 20 minutes of Skyrim of the dragons flying around in circles and spiraling to the ground. Have pigs walking in the air. <laughs> yeah, cows stuff flying in the air. I'm hoping to see the new engine and that it's running fine. Um I wanna see some surprises too. I'm hoping to see of course some more Hellblade and Who knows? I'm putting I'm putting a secret one. Phantom Dust. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring I, back
1: the Phantom Dust. That's like um Malachi asking for bloody roar.
0: It's happening! Don't kill the dream. It's gonna happen. I can't I can't speak on Phantom <laughs> Dust, but I don't care if it's Xbox, I don't care if it's Nintendo. Just bring back Bloody Roar. Okay? That's all I gotta say. But I will say that I am in agreement with you as far as Starfield. I do think that we're over way overdue. And I do think that they're going to show something. They have to show something at the showcase. I also want to throw out there I don't know if we're gonna see anything Elder Scrolls related. Uh, Because this is If I'm not mistaken This is like the first Official Xbox Plus Bethesda Showcase Right? Or did they do it last year?
1: I know they did a showcase last year Yeah but I don't think I don't think Like they
0: did did it like Bethesda And then Xbox But I don't think this was Xbox Bethesda I could be wrong But
2: If not this is at least the second
1: Bethesda's main Stick is Elder Scrolls So They better have something Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying yeah, to I tell you, you're going to have a lot of people
0: kind of pissed. Yeah. I do think, yeah, I do think that. Um, we're, we're, I don't think it's going to. I don't think we're going to see anything Elder Scrolls related. I do think we're going to see some Fable. I think they're going to talk that's, about Fable. That's Xbox. It's
2: lion. Yeah, that's, it's Lionhead. Yeah, but it's yeah. Xbox
0: Plus Bethesda, so they still can't show it. True. So I, So I, that's I, an
1: old series. I mean, not, they, they talked about
0: the. Well, they did show it at the Xbox Showcase last year.
1: I don't remember them showing Fable.
0: Yeah, it was just a little CGI trailer. It was like, literally like 10 seconds of that. Oh,
1: wait, yeah, the Fabled yeah. Uh, Legends.
0: Sorry. Yeah, so as yeah, I was about to say, it was, just, it was just a CGI. You just saw like a person. Like, I a completely forgot thing. about yeah. that. I think that we're going to see some Fable.
1: Wait, no, no, Fable Legends was shut down. That's something different.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I don't, uh... I don't know. I just know it was a, a, a new Fable is what they were announcing, and they showed at the Xbox Showcase last year.
1: Hold on. Okay, yeah, they did this. Sh- okay, here we go. I completely forgot about those trailers until you announced it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. if they show more about this, I'd be happy. I actually did enjoy the fable series. I like the uh, the choices that they gave you in there. Now it wasn't as advanced as say, like you know, Dragon Age or yeah. Mass Effect, you know, but it's it was still good. And I'm hoping that you know, with their new tech and everything, that they can really increase the uh, increase it. So. But I did enjoy the Fable series I did enjoy it so mm-hmm.
0: yeah so I, so I won't be surprised if we see a little bit of that I do think we're going to see some more details about
1: <laughs> <laughs> saw, sorry I forgot the, like I, the frog the, 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 the fairies like, like all just dancing around being all queen. like I'm so yeah, yeah, <laughs> got yeah, eaten by a frog thinks, um, yeah
0: yeah uh, I do think that because it's slated <laughs> for summer of this year I think we're going to see something about Redfall <laughs> um, I do think we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, even even if it's at least a delay, I think they're going to show that. And then lastly, I think that they might hint. Uh, I don't think they're going to spend too much time on this, especially depending on the the, the status of the um, the showcase. If it's an hour long, then they'll probably touch on it. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know if they would do this necessarily here. But they did announce it. I am I am kind of curious to see if they're going to uh, talk a little bit more as far as the family plan for Xbox Game Pass because mm-hmm.
2: that yeah,
0: yeah they talked about a family plan that's coming to Xbox Game Pass and that was uh, shortly after this uh, the reveal of what Spartacus was for Playstation um, and, and just kind of showing what it was it was like maybe I think like a day or like maybe a week later they're like hey by the way we're going to be rolling out a family plan here soon for Xbox Game Pass so yeah Story number, well, before we get to story number four, you guys already know this. Every single week, we kind of go over this list of games that we have because we're in a video gaming league called Fantasy Critic Games, uh, or Fantasy Critic Dot Games, that is. That's where we do this at. Um, Six of us are inside a video uh, video gaming league. It works just like... Uh, fantasy football, but instead of going against everybody uh, one time at a time, you're against everybody at the same time, and it's not on a weekly basis, on an annual basis, it's on a hundred point scale, with 70 points being the threshold on Metacritic and Open Critic. Anything that scores above. 70 points on metacritic open critic gives you points anything below loses you points there's also counterpicks out there So if i choose a game or mildewy or uh, uh nine ball chooses a game that's not that's on somebody else's list if it does poorly then the person that had counterpicked it would get those points if it does great, then the person that counterpicked it will lose those points. And then if it does not come out, then, then you the person that had counterpicked it just prevented that person that owns it uh, from dropping it from the list to try to get different points from a different game. So I do want to kind of go over this real fast because we got some games that's coming up. Nothing too new as of right now, but in seven days, Sultan's Sacrifice for a Carrot Patch Inc. is coming up. And then a month later is going to be Diablo Immortal as it's uh, listed on here for um for uh uh let live so in first place still currently is moga make how great again he has on his list elden ring got him 31 points 95 on metacritic pokemon legends Arceus got him 14 points 84 on metacritic sifu got him 10 points 80 on metacritic lego star wars the skywalker saga got 12 points 82 on metacritic marvel's midnight suns pending uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, pending. He has two open spots and he has a counter pick of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which is not coming out this year. In second pl- uh, second place right now is Carrot Patch Inc. has Gran Turismo 7 17 points, 87 on Metacritic Forspoken, pending. Tunic 15, on, uh, 15 points 85 on Metacritic Splatoon 3, Pending, Stray, Pending, Salt and Sacrifice, Pending, Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp, Pending, Hogwarts Legacy, Pending, He has a counterpick of Jocobo GP, which got him 5 points because he got his 65 on Metacritic. In third place, ALWT Gaming has uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, 18 points, got 88 on Metacritic, a Plague Tale Requiem, Pending, Starfield, Pending, Ghostwire Tokyo, 7 points, 77 on Metacritic, Gotham Knights pending. Redfall pending. King of Fighters 15, 11 points, 81 on Metacritic. Mario Strikers Battle League pending. And he has a counter pick of Bayonetta 3, which is pending. In fourth place is Zaka Court. Has Tiny Tina's Wonderland got 9 points, 79 on Metacritic. Uh, Stalker 2, Heart of Shinnable pending. Saints Row pending. Uh, uh, Total War Warhammer 3. A 16 uh, 16 points 86 on Metacritic. Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 pending. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 pending. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide pending. He has an open spot. He has a counter pick of Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, in fifth place is Renzokuken, who has God of War Ragnarok pending. Triangle Strategy 13 points 83 on Metacritic. Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League not coming out. Chocobo GP negative five points 65 on Metacritic. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, 15 points, 85 on Metacritic. Final Fantasy 16, pending. Metroid Prime 4, pending. He has an open spot and he has a counterpick of Diablo Immortal. And lastly, but not leastly, is Illuminati's Living with Dying Light 2, Stay Human, 6 points, uh, 76 on Metacritic. Bayonetta 3. Pending. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. 3.73 on Metacritic. Mario plus Ribid Sparks of Hope. Pending. Diablo Immortal. Pending. Shovel Knight Dig. Pending. He has two open spots and has a counterpick of Saints Row. Uh, and then, of course, anybody that's watching right now, if you guys like Energy Drinks, or anything like that, make sure you guys go to repsports.com, type in ALWGaming at checkout, get 15% off your raised energy drinks, water supplements, workout powders, your little t-shirts, all that good stuff, just type in AOWC gaming, 15% off, 1-5% sign off. But enough about that, I do want to go on over story number four. I call this one PlayStation Plus Conversion, and the reason why I say that, I'm going to kind of explain it here in a minute. So Chris Pieta from GameSpot says this in the article. Having now confirmed that it isn't allowing existing PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now subscribers to stack their subscriptions to get the new PlayStation Plus at a cheaper price, Sony has outlined just how uh, existing vouchers will convert to the new version of the service. You may want some drama, drama men or on hand before diving in. In short, if you're an existing PlayStation Plus slash Now subscriber, you can't extend the membership at, uh, at the current prices in order to obtain the discounts on the new PlayStation Plus. If you buy vouchers at a store right now, existing subscribers will have to wait until new PlayStation Plus launches before being able to redeem them. Once the ability to redeem these vouchers become available, they will be prorated based on the versions of uh, the services you're subscribing to. You'll get one for one subscription if your uh, new tier matches the old one, for instance. If you're sticking with the basic PlayStation Plus Essential, one year PlayStation Plus vouchers will still get one year. But if you're jumping to PlayStation Plus Extra, a 12-month subscription will only get you 219 days of subscription time, while moving to premium will only get you 183 days. So, sounds bad, but here's the thing. I, we're all right, two of three of us work retail, okay? Two of three of us. Definitely understands and not saying that the third of us does not understand this but two of three of us definitely understands on a i guess you could say daily or weekly basis of customers trying to take advantage of the system <laughs> that's what's going on here folks trying to say this uh, this part is one that i will say uh, again call me sony pony all you want if you want to People are like, oh, PlayStation should be an anti-consumer. How come they just didn't let you do? No, people are literally stacking and stacking and stacking PlayStation now. So that way, when they can just, for years to come, forever, how much they purchase, they're trying to stack as many memberships as they can. So that way, on an annual basis, they're saving 60 bucks. That's what they're doing because what it is is that they said, they had announced that at the beginning, like once this conversion happens, if any PlayStation Now members right now, they'll just convert on over to uh, PlayStation uh, pre- uh, Premium, the t- the highest tier. Like they're trying they're trying to do something nice here as far as being like, hey, it's just going to be easy transition, and bada bing, bada boom. People that are that were never into Now or whatever, was taking advantage of this, but like, oh, if I get Now Now for sixty bucks. Then when it converts converts on over, I'm already at that premium member, so I get to save another sixty bucks. The, this is scheming at its finest. This is not anti-consumer. They shut something down, obviously, and and because and they shut it down because, huh?
2: They're just planning ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I will say, I will say again on the spectrum of this, they should have, they should have thought that that people are just you can't trust people. People are going to be scheming. You know that this was what? going to happen. That that's that's what they should have done. So shame on PlayStation for that. I will admit that. But be. No, it's not
2: PlayStation's fault.
0: Well, <laughs> but that's that's the thing. Other podcasters out there, other people are like, "Is this pro? This is pro-consumer. This is mean. This is what?" No. How long do you think this was going to work? How long did you think that this was going? This is not how the the, the program was designed to be. This is gonna be a one-time thing because again, like. In the next year, everyone, everyone, people are going to forget about this because it's just a transitional time period, just like the whole PS4 to PS5 thing. Here soon, there won't be any more PS4 games, it'll just be PS5 moving forward. But, like, it's just one of those topics where, it's just like, you weren't impressed with the service as they announced it, which is the different tiers. And then now, when you find <laughs> out that you can maybe save 60 bucks, and then places like, no, 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 that's not the way we, we meant it to be. Now you try to call them anti consumer.
1: You know what I mean? No, like it's it. it they're, it's, they're hating on it because they have just lost a shit ton of money thinking they could get one over with it, and not to mention scalpers. Yes, that, <laughs> well, and I'm pretty sure they're probably going to be like, "Well, now you owe us money back." And they're be like, "No, you got to go back to whoever you bought those cards from, and now you got to like try and get a refund from them." I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like, "No, mm-hmm. yeah." You know, so, because I'm pretty sure a lot of these cards are, are past like return dates and all because. You know, like they've like they bought them out, like literally. Like as soon as this I was announcing and all, and the people that noticed were not about you know, about being able to set, like to stack that. And all they like literally, like, you could not apply the PlayStation Now card anywhere.
2: Yeah, I was just was yeah. checking that recently online, and a lot of them are sold out even online.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it,
0: and it and literally true. is. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's sad. It has to come to this, but. This is the way to combat uh, uh, schemers. Because that's literally what they are. They're people that are scheming. trying, trying to. It's different if it's a promotion and a deal. And then it's different if you find a loop. Because if you are if you guys are trying to justify this. As being like, oh, this is anti-consumer and stuff like that. If you guys are trying to justify this. Then why don't you, uh, you guys, you, how come you guys are not backing up people that are hacking games? The game is not meant to be played this way. It's not supposed to be X, Y, and Z. But there are people that will get in there and find loopholes to try to always win. and Get headshots on you all the time. This is the same category. They found a loophole. It's not fun when they find a loophole for the people no, that's playing it.
1: They're going to cry about it. So, like, you call them out on it and they get caught about it. Then they're like, no, I should be able to play the way I want it. Like, mm-hmm.
2: They'll
1: cry about it regardless. Yeah. So, play the way
2: you want. You just don't play online yeah. with it. I just, yeah. I
1: yeah. just wanted to, yeah, that, that's what we're You way want to, to set do it, a but... custom map? You go custom and custom map and attack your friends so the cows come home. You get online. <laughs> yeah. You better behave, boy.
0: Uh, I just, I just wanted, I wanted to throw that story in there because again, like, there's so many podcasters out there. that was just like, uh, PlayStation being pro uh, anti-consumer on this one, and no, like, this is one of those uh, rare scenarios where, where you just literally look at the camera and you just say, "People suck." That's what it is. Like, literally, people are trying to scheme and, and get deals when there's not a deal going on. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So. That one, good on you, PlayStation. That's what I'll say. I don't care again. Sony, Ponies, PlayStation Nation, whatever you want to call me on that one. That is, I can't stand it when people... And maybe that's the reason why I can't stand it is because I am in retail. <laughs> so I see this all the time. And it's just very frustrating when people try to scheme the system. It's not meant to work that way. Stop it. Just well, stop it.
1: Consumerism.
0: Feeling privileged. Story number five. <laughs> 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 Prince of Persia's New Castle George Young from my <coughs> says this in their article Ubisoft has, yeah. Ubisoft has announced Ubisoft has announced that the Prince of Persia sand, The Sands of Time remake Is now being handled by Ubisoft Montreal who created the Sands of Time Trilogy. <laughs> the project was originally In development over Ubisoft Pune and Ubisoft Mumbai uh, Two of the company's studios in India. Quote, this decision is An important step in the team uh, and the team, building upon the work achieved by Ubisoft Pune and uh, Ubisoft Mumbai, uh, will now take the time they need to regroup on the scope of the game to, uh, to develop you the best experience for this remake of an all-time classic when it's ready. Ubisoft says in a statement on Twitter. The Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake was first announced on September 2020 with the release date of January 2021. It seemed like everything was on set for, uh, was set for as various retailers. ...had listings and pre-order bonuses up. However, in December 2020, Ubisoft announced that the game will be delayed until March 18th, 2021. When February 2021 rolled around, Ubisoft announced that the game has been delayed once again, this time indefinitely. Now it looks like the game development has advanced, but the new release date has yet to be revealed. Ubisoft, however, plans to, quote, rest assured... Oh, uh, ha- however, explains, quote, rest assured that we'll be update you on the progress in a future update, end quote, end story. So I do want to ask you guys, first and foremost, was any of us uh, per- Prince of Persia fans? No.
1: That's, I played it. Yeah, That's I haven't really like been a... I a little bit of gameplay, but...
0: Yeah, as I was about to say, I haven't really been a, a huge Prince of Persia fan. When they first announced the remake, it didn't really do anything for me, but I did see where where a lot of hardcore fans would be disappointed by looking at it, like, for what they did show and everything.
1: Yeah. It seems like there's something going on with the remake to keep pushing it back like that. Yeah. yeah I know it, COVID and everything was going on, too, but still, it's like, for them to keep pushing it back and then to fully take off the the date and all, mean, it sounds like there's something maybe in production or with yeah. the remaking of it that's kind of causing it to have a lot of delays.
0: It's good that they're bringing it back to the team that originally handled um, Sands of Time, original, the trilogy. Like, so, I don't so know much about thing. it. Yeah. I, I don't either, but, but looking at that, like if they handled the trilogy before and if it was a beloved title, more power to them.
1: Well, here's the thing. This is the crew that made the original title still there.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, I feel like for the mo- that, that's very fair. That's very fair. That's very, very true. I do feel like for the most part in the video game industry, if you've already had, if you've been there since, if you've been there towards the beginning, you're likely still there. Like I feel like you're probably because a lot of that toxicity and stuff like that, at least on a reporting level, didn't actually start hitting heavy until I want to say maybe in the past ten, fifteen years. So Sands of Time in general is older than that, and I've I feeling that if you were probably on that project, you're probably already moved up inside the ranks you're probably going to retire from a video game studio and go from there I could be just speaking out my butt so but I just I'm just kind of throwing it out there that at least at least there's some sort of history there there's probably some sort of uh, uh, paper trail too as far as like how if, if those guys are not there anymore there's probably some sort of insight and stuff about, like hey this is what we did when we were working
2: on this unless you're Konami <laughs> that loses yeah. half your game codes true Oh yeah, we God.
1: don't know where we put it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, that
2: actually happened to Silent Hill. That's the reason why Silent Hill 2, they, when they did the remake of it, they had such a hard time because they said that Konami actually lost the code to it. So the company that did the remake had to do it from scratch because they're just that special in that department. What because is? Where did you put the game-making <laughs> stuff? Oh, that! Was- oh God, I, I think I flushed it down the toilet. Oh... You're going to have
0: to just do it on your own. <laughs> Speaking of special, story number six, Sony's new acquisition manager opening. Our boy Wesley, once again, from Game Informer, says this in the article. As 2022 continues to be the year of acquisitions with new uh, with the news that Square Enix is selling uh, Embracer Group 3 of its Western development studios and more than 50 IPs, it seems like Sony is still looking for a bolster in its first part party family. That's because the company is now hiring for a corporate development director responsible for identifying inorganic growth opportunities through acquisitions and more as discovered by Roberto Serrano on Twitter reported by VGC. It's not surprising that Sony is looking to hire somebody like this, especially when you look at the current uh, video game landscape. It feels like every other week a major acquisition is announced. Quote, Sony Interactive uh, Entertainment seeks a highly qualified director, uh, corporate development. Uh, Sony's job listing reads: SIE's uh, corporate development team works closely with I- SIE's management team and is responsible for identi- identifying inorganic growth opportunities through acquisition, investments, and or joint ventures. The team sources, evaluates, and completes. Transactions uh, that are aligned with SIE's strategic priorities and drive significant long-term value for the company. End quote, end story. Maybe I should apply. Um, yeah, no, I, I I do think that this is a really cool thing. Um, I am very curious to see... <sighs> I, say co- I say a cool thing loosely. Now I'm thinking about it as a backtrack. Because again, everything is getting acquired left and right. This could either be a really, really good thing because now studios don't have to worry about um, making money for X, Y, and Z if, if they can take more risks. So if something were to fail, it's not coming out of their own pocket. This is like Sony, Microsoft, all that. That's that's now be like, all right, well, you screwed up. Let's go and try to do this one. You know what I mean? So, But it also comes down to management. How are these studios going to be managed moving forward? Are they able to do the Naughty Dog? Well, not even Naughty Dog because that's kind of a poor example, but uh, Insomniac. You haven't heard a single bad thing come out of, of Insomniac As far as how their work ethic goes And they're able to put out quality production titles Spider-Man Already working on Wolverine Spider-Man 2 um, uh, Miles Morales they came out with Like uh, Ratchet and Clank came out At the at the beginning portion of last year And still you don't hear about Crunch You don't hear about Toxicity You don't hear about any of that in from Insomniac Knock on wood uh, But again like even for Naughty Dog, even though that they had that whole thing with Crunch and everything like that, um, even for Naughty Dog, they are still having quality and premium experiences that's out there. They're not exactly call of dutying it to where every single year there's a Last of Us or a uh, 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 Uncharted. They're not doing that every year. They're able to work on different projects that they want to work on and everything. So yeah, so like I said, it's either a good thing or a bad thing. Any other comments before we go on over to uh, the fun ones?
2: Yeah, this is the most crappiest game of Pac-Man I've ever seen. Dude, they're just eating everything. <laughs> they really are, yeah. Those two are, just They're just eating everything up.
0: Yeah, everything's getting acquired. walk
1: walk 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 Soon there'll be nothing left. And then, the, and then the Federal Trade Commission goes, all right, we're ready. Where'd everyone go? Exactly, yeah.
0: Well, what will always be left is fun ones from ALWD Gaming because we have a fun one here. Um, PlayStation Plus, and if as I'm reading this off, uh, Nineball, if you don't mind looking up what the Xbox game for gold is or even the Game Pass uh, games that's coming this month. But PlayStation Plus games, it says this in the article with Steven Petit from GameSpot. May uh, 2022's PlayStation Plus free games lineup is now available. This month, PlayStation Plus subscribers can cl- uh, claim FIFA 2022. Curse of the Dead Guides, and Tribes of Midgar. All three games are available to add to your library until June 6th. I wanted to throw out there because Tribes of Midgar is actually going to be our 9 to 5 for May. And so uh, we'll give you guys a heads up as far as what date that's going to be on. It's going to be on one of these Saturdays. Not this Saturday, but it may be the 14th, 21st, or the 28th. So be on the lookout for all of that. Uh, Did you have enough time there to check out the Games for Gold or uh, Games on Game Pass there? What's up?
2: I got the game for gold.
1: All right, talk to me.
2: Whew. Where do they find these? Um, <laughs> well, where do we begin?
1: <laughs> the recycle bin.
2: Pretty much. So, we got coming on May 1st through the 31st is Ucas Island Express. Hmm. Don't even ask. Um... <laughs> May 16th through June 15th is The Inner World. Uh, um, The other one is... What is this? Hurricane? What is that? Hydro Thunder Hurricane. For your Xbox 360 and for the 1st of May to the 15th of May. And then for May 16th to 31st is Viva Piñata. Gotcha.
1: So they got speedboat racing game They you got Viva Vignata
2: the other one? yeah yeah they're, they're trying what
1: was the other one? Uh, are they? <laughs> that's the question no, I mean, it they really got... does feel like they've gotten to the recycling bin actually, yeah. it actually says the Hydro Thunder Hurricane is an arcade game I, have a, I honestly think I have a feeling that right I on. have played one of those in an arcade before I don't feeling that they're just randomly throwing stuff out there for games of gold now, just trying to trying to
0: force everyone to Game Pass.
2: Well, Game Pass, I see those games coming out. Mm-hmm. Um they've got Loot River.
1: hmm
2: Or May the third. May the fifth is Trek to Yomi. Yeah, that's, the, that's the,
0: Yeah, that's that little side scroller. It looks like very ghost of Tsushima, but it's uh black and white.
2: May 10th yeah. is Rampa 2 Goodbye Despair Anniversary Edition which oh, okay. seems in- interesting.
1: Danganronpa. <laughs>
2: Somebody told me those were pretty good. I have not played them yet.
1: I haven't either.
2: Uden Chronicle Rising
1: okay.
2: and this War of Mine Final Cut which I absolutely love that. Yeah, but you could buy that game for like four to five bucks actually. Just buy yeah. it.
1: I think I've got. I think I got, it, I think I got it for free on something. To be completely honest,
2: probably on um, PlayStation. Yeah, something like that. that. Either that or a humble or something. Yeah, this, is, real this world
1: world of really good. I like it too.
2: And May twelfth for all you fans of sports, we got the greatest sport of all, NHL twenty two. Who's hockey fans? Yep, Interesting. console. Interesting. Yeah, so I if you're a, hockey, a hockey
0: fan in I I haven't played a hockey game in a very, very... Like PlayStation 1, literally. Maybe PlayStation 2. I
2: have hockey game since PlayStation 1. I,
0: yeah, I mean, I haven't... I literally haven't... I I've never really fully watched a, a hockey game. I think I went I went to one hockey game probably about two years ago because um, my buddy was in town and he had tickets. So he took me on out to go see it. Um, it was like the Columbus Blue Jays or whatever. But the last... Blue the only thing... That, blow jackets. There you go. But the only thing that I know about like hockey like professional wise was Wayne Gretzky and that's it like uh, <laughs> that it was, was... Dayton, bombers. Dayton Bombers yeah Dayton Flyers was also wasn't that another one?
2: Flyers? no that's, that was our basketball team I know we had the Dayton. Oh, bombers oh yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's UD
2: I went like years ago with like little kids and stuff they took us to a Dayton Bombers game mm-hmm. we just watched two guys fight
1: yeah I remember, I remember that isn't that the point of hockey? Pretty on ice. Much.
2: Yeah. It's like Disney ice. It's been big burly guy. But just want to throw out there
0: a couple of ones for you guys. This Thursday, it is pending, but we should be back on track with our N I our S I N segment going picking back up on Bloodborne and getting through that. So be on the lookout for that. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 10 p.m. Um, there's a slight slight possibility that it might have to end up being postponed for one more week, but. That is TBD, so be on the lookout for all of that. Uh, nothing this Saturday or this weekend, and then following all the way up until next Tuesday, which is our uh, is our Alt things Gaming, talking more video game news as they come out throughout the week. Um, also, be on the lookout, again, we are going to be live reacting to the Xbox Plus Bethesda Showcase on June 12th, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We may have a special guest on the showcase, so be on the lookout for that. Until next time, everybody. I am Malachi 36. He is Bill Dewey Carrot. And he is It's the Nine Ball. Signing out until next, this Thursday. Control. Alt.
1: Play. Peace.
0: Love the air <laughs>